Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. <laughs> I was having fun with that jingle this morning. Did you, you were see dancing my mad to it. dance skills? Like mm-hmm. the, I brought skills to the table this morning that y'all couldn't see behind the camera as that little intro was playing. And I'm just going to say, we all missed out. We all missed out. <laughs> I enjoyed it, although I was stink-eyeing you. Like, how far is she going to go in this dancing ability? <laughs> I do not know. As far as it takes. <laughs> hey, listen, we are in episode three of season five this morning. We're doing a five-part series about finding freedom from the things that we tell ourselves that we should or shouldn't do concerning our time. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I think it's a worthy conversation, a worthy, worthy conversation. As a matter of fact, today you're going to want to lean in, go ahead, maybe grab a bag of chips, who knows, but get comfy because what we're going to talk about today is you should have free time, or as I like to call it, you should have fun time because there is a difference between free time and fun time. And I'm going to, I'm going to display that difference right now in a question that I'm going to ask you, Jenny. <laughs> oh, Lord help us all. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to give you a scenario. I want you to give me an honest gut reaction. You wake up tomorrow morning and mm-hmm. everybody listening, I want you to, to hone in. This is your scenario too. You yeah. wake up tomorrow morning and you get a magical millionaire phone call. Somebody that is a benefactor for your day and your time calls and they say, everything's taken care of today. Your kids are taken care of. The meals are taken care of. Everybody's going to be where they need to be. Transportation taken care of. Yes, Man, Lord. Your, your chores, your house is clean today. Miracles. Not only the way that you would have cleaned it, but like Molly Maid came in and they did a deep spring clean. It's done. You have nothing to worry about today. You basically have a free day. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> I, I would sleep. You would I sleep. would take a nap. No, I would take, I'd go back to bed real hard. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. Sleep until whenever. Grab some oh, Starbucks. Sounds good. Oh, sounds good. Tour the town. You. See, you, you got to see. I I'm an introvert, mm. non-spontaneous person. So even would you hit question, up the beach? You're in Florida. Would you hit up even the beach? this question? Is like, uh, yeah, sure. I'll bring my Starbucks to the beach. Gather yes. my gals. Hang with my people. Friend time. Beach time. Mm-hmm. Coffee time. Sleep time. I mean, it feels like. I could do that any day, but whatever. What about you? I feel like you would like go to Disney or travel the worlds within 24 hours. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, a free day, a free day. I think uh, the first gut reaction is rest. Like you said, it's sleep. good. Okay. It's, it's not it's, just it's, my introverted. No, spon- no, no, no. I think, I think honestly, people listening or that they're kind of like, gosh, 
do you know what I would give? I would tell you one of my favorite movie scenes ever is from a movie called Date Night with Tina Fey and Steve Carell. And basically he thinks his wife's cheating, but all she did was rent a hotel room for her to be able to sit in peace and quiet (laughs) for a couple of hours. And he's like, she's going to a hotel. She's having an affair. And then when he finds out the truth, no, she just wanted peace. She wanted a day off. She wanted rest. She wanted to, to just sleep. And she was like, no, I'm not cheating on you. I'm just getting quiet and rest. Okay. So I think that that resonates with everyone. Um, yeah. Yes, you would want to rest. You'd want to sleep. Uh, I, I don't think I'd necessarily want to catch up on some shows, but man, I would want to go do things. Maybe go walk the aisles of Target for a little mm-hmm. bit. Maybe, you know, do some window shopping. I love window shopping. Love window shopping. Um, I oh, would also I probably it. take a little walk in the woods. There's a little trail uh, out here. Oh. And it is gorgeous. I mean, it's got some beautiful clearings. I think I would want to see a sunset. I think I'd want to enjoy nature. Um, I think maybe I'd want to go to a movie theater and get popcorn Uh and sit in a cold movie theater and watch a movie. And I think, um, I don't know, I'd want to go to a a fancy restaurant. I think I'd want to go to a fancy restaurant. That's horrible. Sorry. Okay, have you been to- Do you have to dress up? Oh, no, 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 no. When I say fancy, I'm I'm, I'm Candace. Olive Garden? I'm always myself, whether it's fancy or not. But fancy for me is like a Brazilian steakhouse, like one of those places where they just keep on bringing meat and they're like, do you want oh. some more? And you're like, absolutely. And they have that cheese bread. Oh, oh yes, Lord. Bless um, it. If I found myself with a free day, I would probably do that. Now, if this magic millionaire also said, I'm paying for whatever you wanted to do today, that might change it. What would you do? What would you do now? Now you know, no cost, it's all covered, not just your responsibilities, but whatever you dream up for fun. Second question, round two, go. Oh, wow. I definitely take the kids, skip school, go to Disney, do a okay. fancy hotel, like enjoy, because we're four hours or three hours. The Floridian? Disney, so like The Floridian? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. The Floridian, yeah. So yeah, we would just party down. I love, it's so fun. It's great. Yeah. Fireworks. Do I do would roller you... coasters? No. Would do you I do, do fireworks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Parade. And I'd buy yeah. all the souvenirs and the overpriced ice cream and we'd enjoy Ooh. the bonuses of the area. Dole yeah. Whips. So I just, I'd take mm. the kids and do all the things with them in regards to that. Cause we really have fun there. Um, but you need to pause for a second. You didn't answer my question on two important things that is going to leave me unsatisfied and the listeners. Would you do the parade? Yeah. Okay. And then I acted out fireworks for all those. And then would you do Dole Whips? Because I need to fantasize about that pineapple right now. I don't know what that is, but it sounds (gasps) disgusting. Do you know I don't like weird textures and pineapple? That sounds like murderous to my mouth. You are missing out on, you're missing out on that. I'm just saying it right now. Is it ice cream? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And p- mm-hmm. pineapple ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. it's so much no. more. I can't explain it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel Pretty like, sure somebody like it. Writ- written a blog about it and tried to recreate it. So maybe we can Google that after the show, but yeah, it's absolutely magical. But I don't it's- want to recreate it. I'm not spending my millions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we know that you would do a theme park with all the magical things that you would enjoy. Anything else you'd squeeze in that day? 
for fun. A movie would be fun. I see. I'm writing out this tension in my mind, which we can talk about after you answer the question. But okay, maybe do a movie and like enjoy one of the mm-hmm. fun Disney hotels mm-hmm. that have all the bonus fun mm-hmm. things like the water parks and all that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you know, oh, family time. Ooh, okay. okay. What about you? I would instantly book a flight to New York City. I already know. If somebody called and said, money's no object, here you go. Do what you want today for fun. Kids, pack your bags, which by the way, they should already have a go-to bag that's ready for an emergency. I'm just saying, I've trained them well. We don't. We all have like a travel thing ready to go at any, any moment's notice. Um, but I would say, get your bag. We're getting on a flight, the four of us. We're going to go to New York City. We're going to start the day. We're going to take you to Times Square. You're going to see it for the first time ever. You're going to walk Ooh. in Times Square and you're going to be amazed. It's going to be wonderful. Second, we're going to go hit up Statue of Liberty. Then we're going to go to the Trade uh, Towers Memorial. And then we're going to learn some history as a family. Then we're going to go to Grand Central Station. And then after that, we're going to get some cannolis. We're going to get street hot dogs. We're going to get pizza. We're mm-hmm. going to have all of the things that New York City can offer us with the foods, the boiled peanuts. What about we're a show? Have, oh, oh. Then we're going we're gonna to divide up the night. My husband is going to go with my son to a Yankee game. They're going to go enjoy their Perfect. time in the Bronx, new stadium. And then me and my daughter, we're going to go to the TKTS booth and we're going to go buy a ticket to whatever show that we want to. And we're going to try to get on the closest seat possible to the stage in the orchestra pit. And we are going to live up every moment of that day. And when the show is over, we're going to go get cheesecake late night and let everybody have sugar and coffee if we want to before we go to bed. And you know what else we're going to do after that? We're going to forget our hotel room because New York never sleeps. So we're not sleeping either. We're going to walk the streets of New York when it's quiet and still. And we're going to take in all the sights. Oh, I love it so much. Ever quiet and still. I feel like you have thought about this question. You were ready for it. You know what? That is... When you think of packing the most fun, now now take away all the stress that it would cause. <laughs> take away, right. I'm tired of walking. Why so many steps? It's hot. Are we have to have a hot dog? I don't like the chili. Their cheesecake isn't like grandma made it. I mean, like if you take away mm-hmm. all the stress and you said we are having nothing but fun, that is immediately what I would think of doing. Immediately. Okay, so what are your thoughts and why did it give you anxiety for you to answer that question? It wasn't anxiety producing. Okay, I just love okay. how you knew that so well. It, what what it was is there was this tension. Of, mm. So we're talking about time, having fun, free time, enjoying basically mm-hmm. our lives with our people and doing the thing, right? Like knowing yes. what makes you feel like you come alive. But, I, but I'm wrestling with and... I'm wrestling with the productivity, lack of productivity around that experience. Now, now disclaimer, you know, okay. I love disclaimers. There's a okay. time and a place, right? Like there's right. a time and a place to enjoy our fun and free time. But, right. but, but I also want to honor my time and have a reason for why I'm doing what I'm doing. So that was the tension I was facing. Like what eternal significance is here? Why, why, why are we doing this? Why are Mm. we going on Mm. the little mermaid ride for the fourth time? And I know I'm building memories. I sound like such a buzzkill and I swear to you, I'm not. (laughs) 
But the cringiest question anybody can ask me is, what are your hobbies? I hate that question. What do you do for fun? What are your hobbies? Just poke my eyeballs out, and that can be my new hobby. Enduring. Wow. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Display of an answer. I hate. I hate that question because, you know, as as a mom with young kids for years, I haven't had a hobby. It's been around raising my kids, sustaining a work environment, and Mm. also trying to keep my house clean while throwing in frozen pizzas. Like. Well, I think you're hitting everything that we're talking about this episode, because let me just tell you, there is a difference between free time and fun time. And here's the reason why you should have fun time mm-hmm. and not necessarily just free time. Okay. Because free time is just the ability to rest and renew. For me, to be quite honest, this past year has been a discovery of free time has been making free time. What you're describing with little productivity, the ability to shut it down. Now, obviously this came to me from a biblical concept of Sabbath and and I I wanted to start embracing Sabbath, like really doing it and not just being like, "Eh, it's kind of cool. Maybe I'll go to church on Sunday and then we'll have some pot roast and a nap and that's Sabbath. what my family has started doing is engaging in the old Jewish tradition of Friday, 6 PM to Saturday, 6 PM. And we shut down devices. We, um, now we're not completely Orthodox. I need to clarify this. I am an evangelical spirit filled Christian that's trying to do the Sabbath with the view of Jesus as a Messiah. So it does look very different than an Orthodox Jewish family that gather around, but we do take and adapt a lot of the customs. And some of those things that are, consistent are thanking God for provision, thanking him with the hollow bread, our, our drinking of the vine, be able to thank him for the things that he provides in our everyday lives or that he's provided for that week. Uh, there's a time in every um, Sabbath meal or Shabbat meal where the father blesses the wife in front of the children and blesses the children, like comes and puts his hands on their heads and, and says a prayer of blessing over them. And then the mom in turn does that to the husband and the children as well. It's been phenomenal to watch our kids receive a blessing from their dad and watch their dad bless their mom. And it's been phenomenal to watch that in turn happen back and forth. Mm. Um, To have that 52 times a year where you get to physically and verbally confirm and affirm your children and your family, massive change in our home, massive change. So I'm doing these things and I realized that Along with the old traditions and custom of Sabbath, there are a lot of rules. If you've been to Israel, they have an elevator that's called the Shabbat elevator. Like you just basically hit every floor because they don't want you to push a button. (laughs) Like you walk on and you're like, I'm hitting all the floors up, all the floors down (laughs) until I get where I need. Because it's like, I'm not working at all. I will have some free time. Um, And then you have this idea, you know, if you're trying to translate that to us over here uh, and we're celebrating it in my family. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that we, we just simply cannot do without and stop cold all of the things. Like kids are going to have sporting events. There's going to be things where you're like, well, we made plans to do this, but it's going to be relaxing and we're going to do a dinner with like another family. You know, those are things that we've not forsaken to be so orthodox. But what we've done is we've been intentional to free up the time. And this is where I feel like you should have free time in your every week. When God created the Sabbath, he said, 
in the Ten Commandments, keep yep. the Sabbath. Like I didn't see Jesus coming and abolishing that rule. I don't see him saying, you know what, now that I'm here, stop doing that. As a matter of fact, there's a passage in Isaiah where it says, from, from one Sabbath of old to the new Sabbath, the Lord will return. And I believe that that's because we are to still keep this day that he set aside as holy, as a time of rest. And so for us, we've created free time and it has made the difference. Jenny, you probably know this. We have friends that are other authors and speakers and Instagram people of influence. And mm -hmm. uh, what I start seeing from a lot of them in the summertime is a sabbatical. Like they're, they announced that they're taking off for a few weeks in the summer. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I slowly start seeing them all just kind of make the announcements. Bye, everybody. I'll see you back in seven weeks or, you know, 45 days, whatever the, it is. But I'm taking some time. And um, I started thinking to myself, man, do I need to start doing that too? Do I need to just be off social media? You know, I, I really started praying about it. Do I need to make that time? And here's what I felt like the Lord was showing me. As long as I was able to keep a weekly free space of time to connect with my family and to connect with him, mm -hmm. that he would preserve me from having the need of feeling like I have to disconnect for 45 days or seven weeks or eight weeks. And not saying that I'm dogging what they're doing at all. Like I'm not at all. But I think 45 days of rest is awesome. But isn't it great that God's already put within his system of doing things 52 days? <laughs> sometimes 53, you know, because of the year. I mean, like, yeah. like there's the ability that he's already created for us to have free time and to find within that time rest and renewal. So it's not a surprise to me that when I ask people, what would you do with a free day? We all say I'd sleep. Yeah. I'd sleep. You want to know why? It's because we don't have a consistent rhythm of free time already built into our week. And you well, should have it, free time. You should have free time in the creation story. In Genesis, God modeled that yes. the seventh day he rested. And then he says, you should rest and you should keep it holy, meaning like it is set apart. We should be set. Mm -hmm. And as we do, we mm -hmm. are, we, we become set apart, right? But, but if you research that word rest, what it actually is talking about is he, he brought, so there was all the disorder. He brought order into the world. Right. And then he right. stopped to say, this is good. This is what I've done. This is good. Yeah. And he's yep. modeled that. So as, as we're working, as we're taking care of all our responsibilities to have that time and space to, to rest in the physical, right. Yeah. Where, where it orders our spiritual in yeah. a way, because yeah. we're, we're acknowledging, okay, God, look, and we're enjoying too creation. We're enjoying his yeah. people. We're connecting yeah. with him where there isn't performance involved. Right. Mm. And that's, that's what gets mm. me. Like, mm. I want to get stuff done. I want to do things mm -hmm. to honor mm -hmm. God with my life mm -hmm. and, and it can become performance-based and our relationship with him is not one that should be. So I think honoring that Sabbath, if you do it well, this, and I'm not saying that from a performance perspective, I'm saying it from a practical, if you yeah. Sabbath well, yeah, there is a natural benefactor of fruit that comes from that. And I love what you're saying, especially about the, the creation, because think of every six days, every time that he created something, he'd end it. He, it was day and night. Mm -hmm. He set up the time, which we're talking about time. He mm -hmm. set up the time. He ordered the time out of chaos. And then he goes, it was good. 
He did not say that about day seven. On day seven, when he rested, there wasn't a, it was good at the end of that, if you read the scripture. But the next time you hear it talked about, really talked about from him, was when the Ten Commandments were given to Moses, and he said, it is holy. Yeah. So here's 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 what the Lord did. He he gave us time. He set the motion of the days, the nights, the sun, the moon, the tides, in and out. He set all those things from chaos into order in six days. And on the seventh day, he said, this is the day that's holy. This is the day yeah. that's set apart. This is the day that's mine. This is the day that's free. And then don't get me started, but Jesus debatably was crucified in the middle of a Shabbat and of a Seder of the Passover as well. And at some point during those hours, which you can go left and right down a rabbit trail, trying to figure out when was the exact hour during the Jewish festivals. But at some point during that, Jesus said, it's finished. Yeah. If Bible nerd time, if you study the Sabbath, there's a lexicon link, which is parallel words within the text. Love it. Of the Sabbath and the creation where God says it is finished. That word finished links through creation all the way to the cross and stop it even within salvation. And it's, it's a wild thing to think about because when we rest, when we honor his time, right? Cause that's what we're doing. Yep. We will finish well and honorably, yeah. and we will be able to endure in this race race with such a Christian thing, endure in the race of faith. But, but it's true. We're going to be able to endure um, simply because we're creating that space to just be. Mm. Mm. Right? I love what you're saying here, too, because we've also mentioned this in another season of our podcast when we talked about rest. And I want to bring up this idea that you you brought up a long time ago, is that it's not just rest in our physical body, but it's rest as far as our eternal souls. Like when you're saying that word finished goes through all the way from creation to the cross, it's finished in every aspect. Like he finishes it for us on the weekly basis of we, we can take time. We can have that free time to enjoy him and enjoy his creation, enjoy what he's doing. But we can also look at this deep soul rest that says it's finished. My soul, what do I have to worry about in this free time? What do I have that could possibly be more of a concern than my soul being at rest? I mean, like you, you should celebrate the free time and you should make free time. Okay. But now I got to switch us just for a second. What, what's the difference with fun time? You, I love the fact that you said that I've got to be productive. We've got to have something come out of it. I know I'm making memories, but here's the reason why it's important to have fun. Fun is not frivolous. Fun is essential. And I think that we don't understand this well in our society. It's not a frivolous idea. It's an essential quality that I do believe that we need. Um, When I look at the ability to connect on a deep level with people in my life, it's been through two major opposites. It's been through deep sorrow and deep enjoyment. And of fun. And I'm not saying that you need the magic millionaire to call and and fund all your dreams and, and do all the things to have fun. But I am talking about, you should be seeking fun and not just to check off a list. Hmm. Yeah. I, so I was like, let's see where this is in the Bible. So I started researching (laughs) it and the word fun was associated with enjoyment and delight. Mm. 
And, and I hear everything you're saying, but I started to think through that. And I was like, man, we better specify that mm-hmm. taking delight in something is very different from indulging in something. Oh my goodness. Well, it's, right? it's, it's very different when we approach fun to be carnal versus yeah. a fun that we sacred. know is sacred. Yes. I mean, like, here's the deal. Anytime that I enjoy my family, I enjoy who they are. I enjoy who God's creating them to be. I think there's a sacred moment in that. Yeah. I think there is. I think it's it, it's an acknowledgement of God, you created this. You gave this. Thank you for this. Yeah. Well, even that idea spin, spins my wheels into thinking about like why we have hobbies and why we go have fun playing basketball outside and why we do these different activities. Mm. And And one of, see, I'm like, let's get logical. Let's get practical. One of the benefits of having fun in a tangible way is similar to what you were saying, you begin to acknowledge the gifts and the talents on other people's life or, mm-hmm. or in yourself, you begin to see what makes you come alive. Like I would never pick to go into New York city to see the lights and ha- the glitz and the glam and go to a show. But mm-hmm. that brings you alive mm-hmm. in a way that is different from me. And mm-hmm. both responses are fine and good. And it's yeah. just the way he wired our personalities. So I think yeah. in the enjoyment and in the delight of these different activities, in making space and time to do yeah. that, we're also recognizing the way the Lord wired and and really set us up in our personalities and in the expression of it as well. Oh my goodness. I, I want us to challenge the idea too that delight and enjoyment are not rewards. Rest is not a reward. It's something that God said, I want you to have. And I want you to keep it set apart and holy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he says that it's holy, it's set apart. He himself is described as holy. So when we negate the value of fun and free, we're negating the value of God. And I know that that may not seem like it coincides because we're like, well, no, 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 no. I know God to be holy, which means you shut your mouth and you get serious and you better make this cringe face during worship and your eyebrows better squint and you look like you're constipated. That's holy, right? But what if holiness this week looked like showing up and, and saying no on your calendar? Yeah. No, I won't do that. I'm, I'm going to be spending time with my family. I'm going to be spending time with the Lord this week. Yeah. What would the, it look like? The opposite of Sabbath, like enjoying the Sabbath, delighting in, in the time and like ju- everything you're describing. The opposite to that is slavery. And mm. when you were making that that worship face, nobody going to see it, but your worship serious face, it's like right? sla- slavery to an agenda, slavery to getting the job done, slavery to thoughts. Wow. There's so many things we can insert slavery wow. to a, a man-made schedule where you, Whew. you think you have to work and get the job done because no one else can. Let me tell you, somebody else can get that job done. You are replaceable. I'm just saying you are uniquely wired, but mm. replaceable. And I, and, and I believe that like, you're not the God of the universe. And when we honor mm. that time, when we create that sacred the space, we're not creating sacred space, but when we create the space Mm. to see the sacred, Mm. we're not a slave to our schedules or our agendas, but we're honoring the Lord's, just as you were saying. So good. There's a song by Bethany Dylan Bernard, 
And the lyric Ooh. that just captivates me that I really thought of immediately when you said that was, Lord, today, you know what I need to do, but you could do more in my waiting than in my doing I could ever do. And this is where I really mm-hmm. feel like there's a beauty in just pausing, creating free time and saying, God, you can do more in my in my waiting and in my being still and in my enjoyment of this moment than in my doing I could ever do. Yeah. And I think that that's really why we're saying we're cheering for you to be able to have free time. If there's a should you need to embrace this episode, you should have some free time. And while you're at it, you should have some fun time. So get out there. Enjoy, enjoy your life. Enjoy this precious life the Lord has given you. And the time that he's given you to do it. Come on. That is a should we're fighting for everybody. This has been a fun one, Jenny. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go sleep. I'm going to go take a nap after this. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, embrace the freedom to kick your should out the door. Bye, everybody. If you've been inspired to stop shooting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.